Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? It is the Brad and John Show. I am Brad. He is John. Together we make Brad and John. Uh, our web address is BJ... Here I go again. Why do I have a problem with this? BJShow.com. Every, every week it flows more freely off the tongue. <laughs> Partly I want to say BS.show, which is our old web address. That's years uh, of conditioning. Right, How many that's years did you and Shelly do the show? Six? Four years. Four years. Four years. And, and can I tell you something? It's funny you yeah. should mention that. Okay. I've had several people, and I want to say, like, I'm bragging about this. I've had several people. I've had several people who have sort of contacted me go, and they don't, you know, because Shelly had and I had sort of a weird sign-off where one day I said to her on the air last break, I said, okay, Shelly, do you want to keep going with this show? And she says, no. And I said, okay, fine. That was it. And that was the last I show. I was listening live when that happened. <laughs> that go was, ahead. That was the last show. Okay, so we didn't do a big... You know, goodbye, and we were off the air for several for several weeks, uh, actually months, because I think the last show was sometime, I can't remember what it was. We, she went in a hospital. She was in a hospital. I mean, very sad for almost a month. And, you know, once again, you get a heart transplant, and you're out in three days. So that'll show you how severity of, of the deal with, with, um, with Shelly. So some people have switched over to our new show. Here's one of my listeners who tweeted me this yesterday, um, and she tweets me two things. And actually, she texted me two things. She says, your new show sounds smarter than my pay grade. That's number one. And, And then she says, the Brad and John show sounds introspective and smart. Mm, that well, that's a first, right? For for both of us, probably. <laughs> I guess. I'm not too many. <laughs> well, thank you, whoever that is. If, if you're listening right now, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. And what's and interesting is, it. She's, at least I know I do. She's a long distance listener. You know, the amazing thing about this is that when I used to go over these statistics, because we did the same thing with the Brad and John or with the BS show, where we we cut up the audio when I put it on, yep. and we put it up on on as a podcast. And I was always blown away about. We were number, you know, our number one market was the St. Louis market. Our number mar- two market was Atlanta for some crazy reason. Wow. And our number three market was Hartford, Connecticut. I'm going like, okay, what are these? Why are these people listening to us? Because we try to do a local show. We talk about yeah. local things, you know, like we just talked about the Bridgeton Air Fence and the sure. airport and stuff like that. And to most people, they're going like, well, I don't, I don't know anything what he's talking about. I have no idea where Bridgeton is, and I don't really know what the airport is like. But some people do. Right, stuff like that. Okay. Now, the interesting thing about those stats, though, is that, and I, and I don't know how specific they get, but a lot of times if an internet service provider is based in Hartford and the person is listening from Bridgeton, but their ISP is in Hartford, it might show them as listening in Hartford. Yeah, or they could have the, um, um, what do you call it, the... Um, What's what's the, the VPN? Yeah, the VPN. They yeah, could, they could have a VPN. They could have a v- VPN. But I imagine too that most of us now, I mean, now that we're doing a little bit more to promote the show than we did in the first week or two, that folks are listening from all around the state of Missouri, Washington D.C. You know, folks that I used to work with 
And I mean, obviously, everything that you, that you do to promote the show brand on Facebook and such as well. Right. We're number one in Washington, Missouri, because of the fact of Diane Jones. But that's a whole other story. OK, <laughs> that's an inside joke. <laughs> you won't get that. Ask me sometime and I explain that to you. OK, um, not that it's high flute and it's just sort of funny. OK, I, as a young boy, was fascinated with photography. And I remember my parents buying me my first, and this is going to, you're going to, you're not going to know any of these names. My, my parents bought me a Kodak Instamatic. Which I've it, heard of this. Which of course, is, I've never seen one, but well, I've heard of it, Brad. It was revolutionary because the film came in a cartridge. And up wow. until that, the film, you had to open up the back of the camera and you had to pull some of the film out and you had to thread it through the little sprockets and stuff like that. And sometimes you did it right and sometimes it didn't and sometimes the film got jammed and stuff like that. Well, the Kodak Instamatic was, you open up the film door, there's a cartridge in there or a cassette, whichever way you want to look at it. You, after you shoot your pictures, you rewind it, you pull out the cassette, you take it down to the, the photo mat or whatever, you send it away to Fojo, which used to, and there's an interesting story behind that, and you get your pictures back in five or six or seven or ten days of stuff like that okay from there i progressed from my instamatic my dad had one of kodak's 35 millimeter cameras i can't remember the brand name on it. it's on my website i put it on there and it actually made in germany a very nice camera it was a 35 and it was it was sort of what they called a rangefinder camera it was not a true slr because with an slr you actually looking through the lens to you know when you're when you're using uh you know when you're looking at the picture whereas a rangefinder you're actually looking through a second lens you're looking through another lens which is supposedly identical to the lens you're looking through, but it's really not, okay? From there, I progressed in all sorts of things. Long story made short, I've done photography and video. Matter of fact, the crazy thing about this is my video predates video where I won an award in my high school uh, for, uh, uh, in my senior year for a video I put together called Board of Education, which was done on... And that's on YouTube. People yes. can find it on YouTube. <laughs> and what's interesting is my my middle son found this one day and he's at work and he's showing this to his worker buddies incredible and, it's so good and it's filmed and the building still exists right. but now it's and hazelwood, Central hazelwood high, school. high school right it was not that time was hazelwood and and his buddies are going like oh my god that's so funny that's your dad okay so long story made short most people know me you know after doing 50 years in the radio business most people know me as the radio guy but I kept thinking to myself, right now I have, matter of fact, to my left, I have one Nikon camera, I have uh, a Canon camera, to my right I have two more Canon cameras, I have three GoPros, I have, I have a Nikon D1, which was the original digital camera. That was the big, the big professional body camera that you saw at all the press conferences, which when it came out was $10,000. I bought it used several years later. I think I bought it in like 2005, 2006. And even still, I paid, I don't know, two or $3,000 for it used. Ooh, wow. And, and um, you know, I probably have a dozen lenses and I shoot lots of video, you know? And so I had this goofy idea that one of my New Year's resolutions was going to be, I'm going to go out and I'm going to shoot, and I still shoot a lot of stills. So if you go on Bradcam, my very first video I did, I went down on New Year's Day, I went down to the corner of Cronlet and Bemiston in Clayton, where I started my radio career 50 plus years ago, 
walked into the 111 South Bemiston building and took the elevator up to the third floor and started working the original KSOQ. Unfortunately, the building's gone, and it's now the, <laughs> co- it's now the county jail, which is sort of ironic because some of the guys I work with at 111 South Bemiston are probably still at that same address, even though that's not the address for the, the, uh, for the county jail. So I put together this website, and every day I go out, I do some videos. Yesterday I do a, did a rant video where I got mad at AT&T, and I put that up on Brad Cam- I see it. I see it right now. I haven't watched it, but I, I see it. Also, I put it up on on uh, uh, my Facebook page, and I got a lot of response to it. It's just something I want to do. And what's Great. interesting about it is I go to events. I go to Chamber of Commerce meetings and things like that, and maybe it's the age bracket, but there aren't very many people taking any pictures. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, okay, here I'm at these events, and yet nobody's really memorializing the events with video or our pictures that's my goal for 2024 that's all and if you do it every day brad and i have i have no doubt that you'll stick with it well if you do it every day it just becomes a part of your standard operating pers- it becomes part of what i learned from you which is tim d you have a tim d list and it becomes part of your tim d yeah but i'm not real good at that but and see so you're sort of my inspiration in that in the respect that you've done this well, for you. what 22 plus years every yeah. day you do the johncombest.com thing and, and if it's important to you if, if anything is important to somebody, you make time for it every day and, right. and sick and being, you know, having the sniffles isn't an excuse or having a doctor's appointment isn't an excuse or having a, a bad day is not an excuse. Or you what just we, just, are we just went through was having holidays. Well, it's Christmas Day. Oh, it's New Year's right. Day. You're it's exactly Christmas right. Eve, stuff like that. OK, so I'll get that out of my uh, I'll throw that out there. OK, now I watch a lot of videos. There's a guy I've seen this guy before and he does interesting things. He decided he was going to work Uber Eats 12 hours a day, seven days a week. And he's going going to tally how much money he made, okay? He's working Uber Eats 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Guess how much money he made in one week? Um, I would – well, hold on. I'm horrible at math. I would say it probably averaged uh, $12 an hour. No. He made almost $2,300. In a week, wow! In deliverance. a week. Now, was he in a decent area, or was well, he? I don't know. I don't know where he economically was. Economically disadvantaged. Well, area. I think he was probably in a good area. You know, I mean, okay. and, yeah. You know, and 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 but but now, you know, once again, he got it back out of that, and he did a little bit of math on that. That was the gross. The net was he had to back out his gasoline, and then obviously there's wear and tear in your car and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But if you think about that for a minute, let's just round it down. Let's say when the when the smoke cleared, he made two thousand. Grow, net. It's another net, net, net right. came down to 2000 I mean, minus the car expenses and stuff like that. Okay. In a year times 52, that's well over $100,000. It's all, it is. It's, now, hold on. Did you say he did it 12 hours a day for a week or for, or for weekdays? A week, seven days. Okay. So 12, he did 12 hours a day times seven days. I'm doing some quick math. That's eight. He, so we worked 84 hours. Right. And he made two grand. Well, so he made, um, $23 an hour. That's really good. Okay. So the interesting part of that is that when people complain that, you know, uh, you know, I don't, I, don't, you <laughs> I, know, know, you I can't find this, a job. Him, be, 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 be. You know, there's nobody hiring. I mean, go out to Everybody's say, hiring. Go you cannot out. walk in. I'm sorry to interrupt. You cannot walk into a 
store, a gym, a nonprofit, anywhere. I went I went to somewhere the other day, and, and the employees are wearing shirts that say, we're hiring. Oh, right, Please talk right. to us. Drive up and down Highway K in O'Fallon from 40 to 70 and find me a building that does Absolutely. not have a not hiring. And you know, by the way, when a waitress is slow, the first thing out of her mouth, we're so short-staffed. And by the way, if you know anybody, we're hiring. Oh, yeah. It's the first thing out of their mouth. Right? Well, it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, so that's the deal with, 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 with that. Now, one more thing. I read an article yesterday in our trade publication that really made me sad. Hmm. And it's about a radio station that has gone bankrupt and literally went off the air on Sunday, which would have been... That's great news. Can we buy it, Brad? Well, it's in Oregon, okay? And the story talks about that the bank foreclosed on the guy's building, his radio station studios, and and apparently he's had some other issues because he lost one of his licenses to the FCC for what sounded like some not above board action on his part some crazy okay. stuff there's in broadcasting there's in radio there's what we call city of license and long time ago the fcc sat down with a map and say okay we're going to give city, city of st louis eight radio stations and we're going to give crestwood one that's why casey i think still says if you listen to it they do their top of the hour id kshe crestwood because technically they're licensed to the city of crestwood but um to me, it was really sad, but the thing that bothered me, I see if I can find it real quick, I'll find the article, and the thing that bothered me was his last comment, which made me think, eh, this guy's sort of thrown in the towel, you know, because of the fact that the, yeah. the, the thing he says is like, eh, I don't know about this, there's, there's, there's something here that, that I'm not liking. Let me see if I can find it. I should have bookmarked this. Um, I mean, I, I would suggest that we that we try to buy the station. But Oregon has – I've never been to Oregon. But I know they have a lot of hippies. I know they have a lot of potheads. Well, Like that's not – you know. know. You know what I just I just saw, and I this is brand new. This is this is a a a, a bulletin on. Inside. Is it on radio talk? Well, no. Let me let me let me tell you this. This is brand new. I just I just opened up my phone. This is brand new from Inside Radio. Odyssey preparing to file for bankruptcy within weeks. Odyssey is the company that owns Y ninety eight, KZK, ninety seven one, a bunch of other stations. God, that's so sad. Um, that that drives me nuts. This whole crazy stuff. Anyway, this guy, I can't find it. Maybe I'll talk yeah, about I it Yeah, I just tomorrow. went to Inside Radio and I say it too. Apologies to everybody who's listening. Brad and I are looking at these these last minute things. Wow. So Odyssey is is Odyssey head and shoulders the biggest no they're like in the in in the top 10 in radio broadcasters i think they're number three or number four. Oh, okay but the sad part of this is number one and number two which is iheart and number yeah, two okay, is that's right. cumulus yeah. they've already been through bankruptcy so in other words they've already gone through bankruptcy and then god this this whole thing's sad. Let me see if I can. Oh, let me see if I one more time. Let me see if I can find this real quick. It was yesterday's thing, and if not, um, inside radio. I don't want yesterday. I want the day before. Uh, yesterday. Okay, hold on. It's uh, hold on today. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Five Oregon stations go dark as bank forecloses on property. Talks about five radio stations owned by. Yakuna, I, I guess you'd pronounce it, it's Y-A-Q-U-I-N-A, Wakania, 
Bay Communications. Uh, yeah, Yakina Bay Communications. Yakina, okay. Looks Ceased like. broadcasting on Monday, January 1st, after a bank foreclosed on the property that housed the company's radio station and offices in Newport, Oregon. Yakina Bay Communications owed more than $500,000 in loans and four years of unpaid property taxes amounting to $43,000. Foreclosure and sale order was signed in August by Lincoln County Judge Marcia Buckley. The court procedure came nearly a, after a year after Oregon Coast Bank filed a foreclosure lawsuit seeking $532,000 in unpaid balances from two loans, according to Yaks News. Now, he said, here's the final thing. The guy's name is... David Miller. He notified. The final quote is a killer. Read that final quote. Well, that's what I'm going to. David Miller notified employees in December that the company would be closing. He says, as you all, this is in what he said to the employees. As you all know, the bank foreclosed on us on Tuesday, Miller said in December 8th, emailed to staff. That means that all of you will be terminated on December 31st. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I am sorry about that. But at this point, I have no other choice. I appreciate all you do for me and the communities we serve. Wish we could have continued. And, and their second-to-last pro- program, the bank was the only bidder at a December 5th share sale of the building that was home to the radio station's two tower properties. Miller negotiated to keep the stations on the air through December. And this is the last paragraph. He says, he said, the company never recovered financially from the effects of the pandemic. I know that all too well. And he planned to retire. Quote, we have 22 grandkids in Utah and Idaho, he told the publication. That's where my wife wants to be. So what does that tell you? Dread, first of all, dreadful. And let me tell you one of my favorite terms, Brad. I don't know if you've heard this before, but the, but the idea of meat shields. Have you heard of meat shields before? No. It's the idea of using either your kids or your wife as an excuse for something. So if you don't want to continue doing something, you say, yeah, well, but I mean my wife. I mean, you know, you know, it's a real beta cuck move, and I'm no, I don't know this guy. I'm not saying this is his excuse, but and maybe it just came up during a conversation with this guy. But when you use your kids or your wife as an excuse, you're using them as an as a meat shield to defend against your own weakness and inability to stand up for yourself. I guess. I mean, it was. It, see. <sighs> Being an independent broadcaster is not easy. It's very tough for and right. there's a, and but the sad part of it is here in the St. Louis area, especially out in the West stations. Instead of helping each other, I got all these buttheads that yep. decide they're going to come after me and and try to kick me out of the Chamber of Commerce. Thank you, Brian Richardson, you know, and things like that. And it's like, dude, I'm not your competition. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you know, Google is your competition. It Absolutely. ain't me anymore. But you know, people look at it, Brad. I hate to interrupt, but actually, I love to interrupt sometimes. But what you're saying is that people look at it and they think there's only one pizza. And if you get a little bit bigger of a slice, then they're going to be stuck eating the box. That's a Rush Limbaugh line. But it, that's, it, it's a very small, limited, limited uh, pie is small version of life. And those kind of people are miserable. I got to run. And you're exactly right. I don't remember that, eating the box. Okay. Uh, that's John. I'm Brad. Check out our website, bjshow.co. We'll be here tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock.